Hi everyone and welcome to our 22nd show. I'm Dana. And I'm Jim. Today we'll be speaking to Jill Wright, the Director of Partnership Activation for the New York Yankees. But first, beer. Today's beer is coming from Half Acre Brewing, which is located in Chicago, Illinois. Their original location is at 4257 North Lincoln Avenue. Uh, that location has a brewery, tap room, a shop, um, and their second location is at 2050 2050 West Balmoral Avenue. Uh, that location has a beer garden, tap room, also has a brewery location, and has their offices. Um, they do not sell any ciders, wine, or gluten free beer at this time. So I'm just putting that out there for people who. I mean, that's good to know. Yeah, who like to or cannot have it. It's any also gluten. like, we don't want you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right? Um, their website is halfacrebeer.com, acre spelled A C R E, halfacrebeer.com. They are available for private events. Uh, they have. New Year's Eve parties coming up at both locations, and tickets for those parties are available at their website. Uh, the beer that we're going to be trying is their flagship, which is the first beer that they brewed at their original location on Lincoln Avenue. Uh, it began as a special release bomber beer, but caught fire both in and outside the brewery. At the time in 2009, there were some local pale ales that hit with natural power, but not many. Daisy Cutter's lush and dank characteristics steadily carved out a place within the Chicago brewing landscape. Today, Daisy Cutter is a call brand that we continue to keep raw and relevant. It is brewed with blended pine, citrus, papaya, and mango, mm. equaling a dank taste. Apparent biscuit lingering and it's obscenely dry. It comes in at a 5.2 ABV. I had one of these last night. We bought the uh, Daisy Cutter cans at Beer Noggin in Bronxville, New York. Surprise, gotta give them a surprise. gotta give them a shout out. They need to start um, paying us. Oh wait, and, oh, I worked there. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, and uniquely, that's the same location where I met Miss Jill Wright. That's right. So cheers. cheers. Let's Welcome try this. Welcome to the show, Jill. Thank you for having me. I like how it says obscenely dry. Like, is that a good thing? Like, do you want to be obscenely dry? So, Jill. Yes. You've we've seen you a time or two at the beer noggin. <laughs> a few times. Yeah. What's your uh, What's your go to style of beer? Um, my go to is either a pale ale or an IPA. Um, but nice. I've shifted towards more pale ales right now. Why is that? You just blew your mouth out with. Yep. Blue. <laughs> yep. Yep. It happens to the best of us. Yeah. Um. Are you like a seasonal drinker at all? Like, um, if it's hot outside, do you shift more to a certain thing a little bit? Sometimes a little bit, like a Kolsch. Yeah. I do like sours in, in the in the summer. It's refreshing. Do you ever swing the other end, like porter stouts at all? Like no. Here and there. Yeah. It depends, but not really. I like a good stout when it's cold outside. Yeah. It's like stout, red wine, bourbon weather. Right. <laughs> Uh, okay, so I have a few questions because I find your uh, background fascinating. You have a timeline. I have a timeline. Wow. <laughs> the, queen, the queen of research. I, uh, queen of I research. do a little research. Okay, um, so tell me about your job now. I said you're the director of partnership activation for the Yankees. What does that mean? <laughs> it's a long title. I know. It's a long title. And people have no idea what it means. But, I don't. <laughs> um, so I, I manage a team... Um, 
And when sponsors come in, so if Beer Noggin was a sponsor, mm-hmm. um, they get different elements in their contract. Okay. Whether it be the signs you see or tickets. Okay. And my staff fulfills that. Okay. And make sure that they're happy and, and taken care of. Oh, that's cool. So do you actively seek out sponsors because you're the Yankees, people come to you? It's both. Okay. It works both ways. Um, I don't sell. We have a team that does partnership oh, that's sales. Awesome. And then we're activation. So we service the clients. Oh, that sounds so much better. I mean, it's I did sales for a long time. I enjoy selling, but yours like, oh, it's done. Like, what just what do I need to do? Yeah. That's great. Not saying that it's easy. Yeah. I'm sure it's a lot of hard work. Yeah, I like the relationship part of it and cultivating. And I'm I'm friends with a lot of my sponsors outside of oh, work. That's great. Um, and that's kind of why I like partnerships and sponsorship, however you want to put it. Um, so I we've talked a little bit. Like it's uh right after Christmas time, right before New Year's. Mm-hmm. So we talked about what we're all doing for the holidays. You're from, I'm probably going to say it wrong, Herkimer, New That's York? Good. That's good. Oh, yeah. oh you got it. You. <laughs> Most people. Where is that in New York? It is. It, if you look at a map of New York State, it's literally in the middle. Okay. It's between Albany and Syracuse. Mm-hmm. It's right off of New York State Thruway. Okay. It's about three hours from here, 315. Big Lacrosse School. Yep. Yeah. There's a Herkimer County Community College there, Big Lacrosse okay. and uh, soccer. Okay. Yeah. Nice. What was it like growing up? I'm assuming it's vastly different from New York City. Vastly. <laughs> yes. How so? <laughs> it's a lot of farms. Um, Did you grow up on a farm? Most people might call it a farm. <laughs> but okay. As people down here, probably we did have, and my parents still do. They have chickens, um, and we had cows. That constitutes a farm, yeah. right? For Doesn't me, it? it? Does. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say like a working farm, but yeah. yes, my dad it did it as a hobby. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So does he have the cow for milk, or he butchers the cows and eventually? Okay. Yes, so you grew up that being totally normal and mm-hmm. with fresh, fresh, fresh. We had food. fresh turkey. Yeah. Um, on Christmas actually, on Thanksgiving that my dad raised. That's amazing. And all your eggs obviously mm-hmm. came from the chicken coop, yep. which is cool. I and found me. out um, yes. something interesting about Herkimer. Mm-hmm. I looked up things to do. Can't wait to see this. One. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is one thing that stuck out to me. I found that um, there's a Herkimer Diamond Mind Resort. There is. I was like, I say what? They're not diamonds. They're crystals. They're crystals. But that's really cool. So you can mine it. You can camp there. You can dine. They're shopping. So the mining is like you can go into like big rocks or something and like. They give you like hammers and we used to go for our field trips. Seriously? Yeah. When Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie were together, they brought their kids up there. That's a whole, you know, it's like a KOA campground. And, right, and right. And stuff like that, so. And then you can go to, like, the shop and, like, put together your own jewelry mm-hmm. or pieces or whatever. earrings and bracelets. And, That's cool. Imagine yeah. how my eyes bugged out then I said, Herkimer Diamond Mines, like, where are you going? <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, also, for the uh, dining, there is the miner's table. And they serve a uh, wood-fired pizza, but there's a diamond inlaid brick oven. It's that just being fancy? Like, why would you need, well, they're crystals, but have you seen this? I've never seen it. Also, there is a, I don't even know the name of it. There's a vodka. It's okay. in like a skull that you've probably seen. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah I've seen it. If you, it's filtered through Herkimer Diamonds. They filter that. Wow. It's kind of unique and weird, but. Yeah. So that makes sense that they, I feel like they would do that's a pizza. <laughs> wow. Okay. That was my interesting thing I found out about Herkimer. So these stones, they, are they coming down into the Diamond District in Manhattan? They're crystals. They're, they're not crystals. really Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. 
Which is still pretty cool, though. Yeah. And you can say you mined for it. And you can camp. I saw you could, like, get a cabin or, like, tents or whatever you want to do. Little little cabins there. Nice. That sounds like fun. (laughs) Road trip! (laughs) Road trip. What was your uh, introduction to craft beer? Um... Can, can you think back to, like, the first craft beer you ever had? or I have family that lives in Vermont. Okay. Um, I lived with them in... They lived in Massachusetts, and they eventually moved up for, to Vermont, and my cousin's husband would always bring a bunch of craft beer for Thanksgiving. Okay. And uh, that was kind of when I first started trying it and mm-hmm. all that stuff, so... And it's come a long way, come a long way. since then, obviously. Um with the boom over the past, you know, I want to say, I don't know, eight to ten years. Um, have you visited any breweries lately that, you know, that kind of jumped, stuck out to you um, or jumped out at you? Or? I went to, I finally went to Captain Lawrence for the first time okay. recently, which is a really cool setup. They have food now. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I always, we vacation in Charleston every year, so I always hit up Westbrook Brewery. Okay. It's in Mount Pleasant. Huge tap room. Um, this is Charleston, South Carolina. South Carolina. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And sometimes beer noggin uh, get some of their beers, but it's it's a great um, little brewery. Um, trying to think what else. Oh, again is always nice. Up in Cooperstown. Uh, up, up in Cooperstown, just yeah. outside of Cooperstown, they got a nice cafe in there. Um, and then actually a couple towns over from where I'm from is Saranac Brewery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which is is been there for a long time. And they actually do the biggest 15K in the country. And it ends at Saranac Brewery. Oh, nice. Which is awesome. It's just this huge, you know, 20,000 people and everyone's drinking and having a good time. So it's fun. Didn't Heather Where Bishop do they do fit that? everybody? Wait. <laughs> I, I, on the street. Just. I think Heather yeah. ran that. I Probably. would not be yeah. surprised. Yeah. yeah. That's insane. Okay, so our doorbell rang. I don't know if you heard that. I had to run down. Were you talking about college? What I missed? They <laughs> yeah, were talking about Bruce. Okay. I heard yeah. South Carolina because you went to school in South Carolina, correct? I did. I went to Winthrop University. Okay. And what did you major on? Sports management. Okay. That's very interesting. Uh, so I read your hobbies are running, soccer, and softball. <laughs> <laughs> Craft. We not well, updated, updated yeah. in a while. Well, you ran because you did the uh, the fight. Well, maybe you didn't do the fifteen k at uh, Saranac. Maybe. I did. I've done it. Okay, so maybe times. you could just show up and drink. It's <laughs> always a possibility. <laughs> <laughs> so, what made you go to South Carolina for school? I wanted to get away. Okay. Yeah, totally I didn't that. apply to a college um, above Pennsylvania. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Did you visit the school first, or was it like I a blind? Okay. Yep. And did it, because me being from the South and I was thinking of New York, I didn't realize, oh, New York, big state, everybody from the South thinks New York City. So if somebody says you're from New York, you think city, but you grew up with cows and chickens. So was going to South Carolina kind of the same? Did it, was it like a, an easy It was transition? But it was the first time I left home uh-huh. and I was 800 miles away. I'm an only child. So that was hard. Yeah. But... Coincidentally, my roommate in college, who I still talk to, she was from Long Island. Okay. Um, which, again, we came from totally different worlds. Right. Um, but it was fun. It was an easy transition because it was South Carolina. Right. It, but, um, yeah, it was fun. Did you, because you, it's your first time away from home, did you go back for, like, every vacation or did you stay? Yeah, pretty much. There were after the first two years, and then I actually stayed and worked because I, I was a server 
and I just stayed one summer. And, money. Yeah, money. Yeah. That's good. Because I remember a lot of kids that came to my college that lived far away, they couldn't go home every yeah. uh, vacation because it was expensive. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, and for, I forget which one it was, but they actually had to leave the dorms. Like, I think Thanksgiving, Christmas, you could stay over. There was like Easter, like some stupid Something break silly, where yeah. they closed the dorms. And I always thought, well, what the hell are these kids supposed right. to do? Where are they supposed to go? My mom actually took a few of my friends in because they couldn't go home, which is fun for me. It was yeah. like a big old slumber party. Yeah. But I always wondered about that. I, and But some I would stay, and I one of my other friends... Um, was from about 30 minutes and from Winthrop and we would, she would cook Sunday dinner or I would go there for Easter. Nice. Which was nice. So. War. So I'm assuming you made a lot of friends that were local people. Mm-hmm. Um, were majority of the students from South Carolina or were there a lot of people from other states? It was half and half. Okay. Um, did the accent throw you off? Because I feel like the Carolinas accent is way different from other southern it is states way different. sometimes i still talk to my friends on the phone I don't, I don't i don't know what you just said to me <laughs> can you repeat that did you ever find yourself because i know when jim goes home with me after like a day or two he sounds like he's from there i'm like why are you saying that word like that did you after four years of college did you find yourself like saying y'all or anything a little bit but not really that's, yeah. that's it's it's way different i could never it's like a deep dive yeah. you know it happens automatically for you. Yeah. It's pretty funny. And then when you <laughs> get on the phone with somebody from home, you it you totally transform. That's yeah, different. but it's, totally, <laughs> it's weird because like you came up here to act, so it's like it's almost like you took on this New York persona. But as soon as you get on phone with your mother or a cousin or an aunt, uncle, whatever it is, it is like southern slang, and it's I'm like, who is this woman in the next room talking to her family? Um, so the first time that Jill and I met, yeah. we're sitting at the bar at Beer Noggin, surprise, surprise, um, <laughs> and we just started talking about the game that was on the TV, and we're talking about sports, and I'm like, how does this woman know so much about sports and like different teams and college football and all this other stuff? And I'm like, I'm like, she has to work in sports. So I'm like, Jill, what do you do for a living? She's like, I work for the New York Yankees, and then my jaw hit the floor, because I'm a, I'm a Yankee fan right. since birth, by birthright, right? My dad grew up in the South Bronx, not far from the stadium. Uh, so I was totally intrigued by this. I needed to know exactly what it was like to commute to Yankee Stadium. Like, that's your office. You go there, you are, you know, have clients coming there for meetings. I didn't even and... think about that. So the stadium <clears throat> is your actual office? Yep. Wow, I didn't think about that. Yeah, there's like office suites in the stadium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's that commute like? It's usually fine. I just, I drive down. If there's a game, and so if there's a game, do you have to stay through yeah, the game? Yeah, I work a normal okay. work day, and then we, I stay all game. Wow. So what's the longest day that you've worked? Like, how many hours? Probably 16, 17. That's a long day. Are you a zombie at the end of the day? Or are you just kind of used to it? I, you get used to it. I'm a zombie <laughs> by October. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. You get used to it. You get like, I went to the game with my buddy John and his dad late in the season. It was a, They were playing Boston, and I couldn't. My buddy John called me. He's like, "Hey, you want to go?" I don't say no, normally, whether yeah. it's Boston or not, you know. But I was like, "Absolutely yes." I hadn't seen his dad in a while, so we went down. And I texted Jill. I was like, "Hey, I'm I'm at the stadium tonight. If you're around, we're sitting in this section or whatever." And she was like, "Yeah, I'll try." I'm like, there's, "I have clients here." <laughs> she's like, "I'm working." Like, like, yeah. She's like, "I'm working." <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm it working. happens a lot. I mean, yeah. people forget, you know, where you work, like where you're going to enjoy yourself, which right. work for me. So. Right. Yeah. 
and so then I'm like totally uh, I was like oh I get it I was like okay sorry I thought you'd like you're just like at the stadium just hanging out having a beer yeah Yeah. (laughs) come through have a beer with us (laughs) (laughs) yeah so is it um I mean I'm sure there's perks to the job right I mean if if we host an all-star game uh if uh I don't know. Any there's any like player events that involve the clients that you're dealing with. Yep. I'm sure you're there amongst these guys. It's a, are you like less starstruck now than you were when you first started the job or Yeah, definitely it's it's normal to yeah. me. Um uh at the New York Pinstripe Bowl the other day, Aaron Boone was there. Mm-hmm. Saw Aaron, talked to Aaron. Um but yeah, it's, I it's, have no idea who that is. <laughs> he's the current he's, he's the, the current, current manager. manager. Okay. So he took over Joe Girardi's position. I know that. He's name. also a former player that hit a for awesome, the Yankees. Yeah, he hit a okay. huge home run in the World Series. Uh, I'm sorry, it was in the yeah. it was in the World Series, um, and like just I I would walk up to him and be like, "Holy shit, this is Aaron Boone!" Like I'd be like, kind of like take taken back, I guess, right? Just like, "Yo, what up, Aaron? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How are the kids?" Blah blah, blah you know. And I'd be like, "Who? Which but, one?" <laughs> But it's not, I mean, so you went to Winthrop, you majored in sports management. They have a, a really good sports management program at that school. Yep. So you must have had a lot of classmates that were in the same program that are kind of scattered around the United States and globally working for different sports teams. You know, it's funny. I'm probably the only, there's maybe a handful of other people. That actually went into the that field? That continued. It's, a not, it's not easy. Okay. Um, I worked my, my butt off for a long time. Um, just doing internships and not making a lot of money. Um, what was the top, what was the toughest one of all those internships? What was like where you were kind of at the end of your rope? Be like, am I going to make this happen for myself in this industry? I'm trying to think. It's not. It wasn't even an internship. I okay. before I um, came to the Yankees, I was at Staten Island Yankees, okay. one of our minor league teams, and you do everything in minor league baseball, which has, helps a lot of people and helped me. Grow, you know. I pulled tarp. Are you serious? Yeah. Fan engagement, yeah, all that type of stuff. Putting yeah. on, you know, selling tickets, doing everything. Um, but it's 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 hard. It's you hard were work. pulling tarp for rain delays. Mm-hmm. Wow. And you I were... had one opening day. I can remember <laughs> it was an opening day, and it was pouring, and I had to change out of my clothes, go down, and it was pouring. I got soaking wet, and, it, and then I had to go up to a suite with with sponsors and I'm it's it's horrible <laughs> but it's it's all part of the job it's all and you were there for yeah. two years right I was at set on no four four yeah. okay because I read um there was an article when you moved from Staten Island to the Yankees it was like oh Joe Wright gets the call it was a very cool article yeah. and it was a bunch of people you worked with saying amazing glowing things about you it was so it was like she'll do which goes into what you just said. She helps out no matter what she can do. Like, anything you need, she does it. She's great to work with. That bright, smiling face, great yeah. personality. Like, everybody was going to miss you. I was like, oh, my God, this is so great. Like, I don't see... You see, like, um, players when they get pulled up. Right. Like, you never see this. I'm like, oh, I, this is a great article. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I hope you have that frame somewhere in your house. It was nice. It was a nice article they did. Yeah. Yeah. So, did you... How does that work? Do you apply for a job, the Yankees? Or they just see the great work you're doing and they say, oh... We want to get her up here. That was timing was everything on that one. I was looking to, you know, make a move. Yeah. And I had just known just from being in the organization, knowing a couple people, and I kind of just made a call, 
did an interview and within a week or two. You did one interview? Mm-hmm. Wow. Nice. That speaks volumes of your work, I think. Like, if one interview and then they clearly talk to other people, like, oh, yeah, she's yeah. perfect. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. So, when you first moved up, um, you were the senior account coordinator? Yep. So, what does that mean? I say these words, I don't know what they mean. Yeah. <laughs> so, now I, I'm, I manage a team of um, six. I was just on the other side. So, okay. I, was, I had accounts. I handled about 30 to 40 sponsors. And did exactly what I just told you, making sure okay. their signs are up and they're getting their tickets and player appearances. Um, and now I'm in a new role and just managing them. them. Okay. Yeah. And how many people do you manage? Six. Six. Wow. Are you... I hired three new people. Okay. Um, and I still have three that were on that I worked with. So That's awesome. Yeah. So are you... I was going to ask you if it's easier in this role because it's director, because you're not pulling tarps now, but you're directing people. So mm-hmm. I'm sure it's like easier in some ways and harder in other ways. It is. It's a, It's different. It's a different challenge for me. Yeah. Because um, I did a little bit at the end of my time at Staten Island, but, you know, it's hard. I think it's hard and easy that I've done, yeah. like, the work that they're yeah. doing, but I was their peer as well. Right. Right. Um, so that's a little bit hard right now. Yeah, I think that's great. Well, I'm sure it was a lot of hard work. I was like, it's great you did all that. But I think learning-wise, like you said, because when I've met people clearly like selling beer through these years, when I met bar owners that just kind of fell into it, like I knew this one owner that got his bar in court. Like he had an electrical company. He did work on the bar. The bar owner couldn't pay. He won the bar in court. Had not a clue what he was doing. The bar was just a shit show. And then seeing owners that were like, oh, I started at my dad's bar as a barback or as a busboy and slowly worked their way up. You have an appreciation and more of an understanding for what you're doing. And I feel like the people who work for you enjoy working for you because you have an understanding of what they're doing and appreciation. Not just like, I don't say talking down to people, but if you've been in their job and done what they're doing... It's just a different way you speak to them and they speak to you in a different understanding. That's right. So I'm sure you feel the same way by doing everything and people say, well, she used to do the same thing. And also people can say, oh, she did the same thing. Maybe 10 years from now, I can be in her yeah. her steps right. right now. So that's, <clears throat> I think that's an inspiration. Are, are there many women in your profession or is it pretty much male dominated? Um, we used to be all, on my, on activation, we actually all used to be females wow um we're more organized (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's all the sales guys are we did have one um girl in sales but she left but um and i hired two guys um to mix it up a little bit (laughs) because it does get a little much i can imagine Mm -hmm. (laughs) so when you're with the staten island yankees Mm -hmm. Do you drove to Staten Island every day? No, I lived on Staten Island. Oh, you did just I'm for sorry. the job. <laughs> Some of the best pizza. Yes. In no, New that's, York. That's very true. Come that's very true. Really? Because yes. you've never said that. You always talk no, about pizza. No, no. The pizza episode mentioned a place on Staten Island. Did you? There's Lee's two Tavern. famous spots. There's Lee's and yeah. Danino's. Yes, Lee's and Danino's. Or Joe and Pat's. Joe and Pat's is good too. I'm gonna have to go back and play that episode to myself because I don't know if you mentioned Staten Island. Well. I've had, pizza from, I've had pizza from these places, and they're very good. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not disputing that. 
So did you move to Staten Island for the job, or were you I already? Did. I was an in, I started as an intern at Staten Island Yankees. I moved to Staten Island, lived there for until I left. One bedroom apartment where you had a roommate. What, One what bedroom was the deal? apartment. Okay. Um, and then I actually, when I got the job with the Yankees, I commuted. Ooh. For a, no. a year. No. 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 West Wait, Side, West Side yeah. Highway? How'd you do? So what I what would, would you do? <clears throat> Non-game days, I would take the ferry yeah. to the subway oh. for a train all the way up. Okay, all right. And then game days, I would drive. Okay. Which. That's brutal. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I just got tired listening to that. Just imagining, like. <laughs> just think about it. Like leaving would your you house in the morning. Would you go through Jersey? Some days I would go do through, that? Yep, yeah. I think would go through Jersey sometimes a trap, but then you get George Washington Bridge traffic. Yes. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, I know. I've I've done it all, so I, I know yeah. all these routes that yeah. that you could. You've probably done FDR sometimes. You've done. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Ugh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> so now that you're there um, in a tenured position, uh, that's I, this is probably like this has got to be like the dream job for you, right? Like going up, kind of climbing the ladder. Yeah. It. Um... I was given a great opportunity recently, yeah. um, and it, it's hard to think about where to go from there. Next. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which is understandable. Um, the craft beer scene at the stadium is slowly improving. Yeah, I've noticed there. over the yeah. seasons. Um, what would you say would be your go-to? Say you're like entertaining a client at the stadium. Are you able to have a beer with them on site? No. No. Good call. That's great. <laughs> um, so from what you've seen on the taps, what's available for a craft beer drinker at Yankee Stadium right now? I know I've seen Goose Island. Goose Island. Yeah. Um, Bronx Brewery. Really? Oh, yeah. I yeah. forgot about okay. that. Yeah. Which makes sense. Bronx. Yeah, they're right there. Yeah. Yep. Um, Blue Point actually made a beer for us. Really? Okay. Yep. It was it was just a Pilsner. Pinstripe they call Pilsner. it the Bronx Bomber? Pinstripe Pilsner. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, which they started, it was on tap, and then they started to can it just for the stadium. That's really cool. Yeah. Does Bronx Brewery have a Bronx Bomber beer? I feel like I've had a Bronx Bomber beer. I don't know why. I mean, they could call it that. It could just be, like, whatever. Yeah. 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 Because there's all those uh, bars on the outside of the stadium. What what were the names? Like, Billy Joe's and... Stan's, (laughs) Billy's, The Dugout. I've never been to these places, but um, yeah, I think those are the names of them. So for non-New Yorkers, these are all bars like across the street from the stadium. And the Yankee pre-game, Tavern. People pre-game at these bars um, just because we like to drink. Uh, uh, and beers inside the stadium are pretty expensive. So uh, yeah. Uh, and I'm sure they name whatever a special for the day, like a Bronx Bomber. It could not even, it could be a Corona and they could call it that. <laughs> <laughs> just to sell more two for one on uh, Bronx Bombers. That's right. Why is it yellow? It's a corona. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I've noticed over the last like four to five seasons that it's kind of slowly progressing within the stadium where you can ha- you have an option other than a Bud Light, Miller Light, Bud Heavy. Yeah. You know. They even have like the doesn't it say like craft beer? Like they have special sections yeah. just for yeah. that when you can't get yeah. Bud Beers Light. of the World where they have like Beers Stella, of the World, Heineken. that's what they call it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, um the food selection has improved tremendously since they built the new stadium. Was that 2009? 2009, yeah. yeah. Um, Low Bell's steak sandwiches. Yep. One of my favorites. Low Bell's. Um, bear Burger. Yes, they have a Bear Burger There's in there bear now. bear Burger in there? Mm-hmm. Is that new or did that open in 2000? Oh. Jersey Mike's. Jersey Mike's. Mighty Quinn's. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yep. They used to have Carl's Cheese Steaks, but I think Carl's... Jersey, Jersey Mike's took that now. Okay, Jersey yep. Mike's took that over. 
Last year we yeah. started to do um, those milkshakes that are like have a piece of pie in them. You know those. Uh, what? Oh, <laughs> what? Sounds a little heavy. Uh, a lot heavy. <laughs> there's there's like the cheesecake one. It has a slice of cheesecake oh in my it. God. I'd be Grand sleeping Slam by the fifth. I'd be sleeping by the fifth inning. Yeah. Who comes hmm. up with this stuff? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yep. I don't know. Were you there while George Steinbrenner was still no, around? No, you came not. in after. How long have you been there now? I'm going on five seasons. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. That's great. Yeah. Did you grow up being a Yankees fan? I did. So this is perfect. Wow. This is like uh, the ultimate mecca. Were your, is your dad like a big Yankees fan? Oh, yeah. How many games does he come? Does he come down to games? Yeah, they come down a couple times a year. But he watches... All the time, all the games. I hear it from everyone about. I'm assuming he took you to Cooperstown. Yeah, it's funny were... because you know I grew up so close to Cooperstown. Yeah, I was gonna say. But it was something like I never did. <laughs> it's like going to the Statue of Liberty. Like it's right. Not, yeah. Um. I mean, I went. Um. And it's cool to go. Um. <clears throat> but yeah, we would go on field trips there too. So. Yeah. He must be very proud to say my daughter works for the New York Yankees. Yes. <laughs> People like, see, your daughter. So <laughs> <laughs> people, people keep asking about tickets. and then <laughs> Yeah, you're like, come yeah. on. That's <laughs> That's awesome, though. What a, like you said, what a dream job. Yeah. So you recently went home for Christmas. What's, uh, what's a Christmas like in uh, Herkimer, New York? Um, there was a lot of snow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't look like this. Um, Did not happen in Yonkers, no. no. <laughs> um, pretty quiet for I go. I get to see like some of my friends are home. Yeah, and see their kids. And but it's pretty quiet. It's my parents and I, my aunt and uncle. Do they do like the whole big tree? And is it like very elaborate? So like I imagined in like country towns. My mom caved and got. Don't say she got a fig she tree. Did. I was very surprised. My entire life, it was always they went and yeah, out and got it. It was a yeah. whole thing, and and she just got tired of doing that, which I don't blame her. My so. mom did the same thing. My dad. Was having none of that, and it's in the attic. <laughs> and it was like really expensive. And she yeah. was like, "Oh, but my dad always wants like the biggest tree. It has to touch the ceiling. I get that from him. Our tree does not do that because my husband you does have not like vaulted care. Ceilings in your parents. Oh yeah, so we like have vaulted ceilings, so it's a huge tree. It's <laughs> it's fun. So yeah, yay. Then they got rid of the fireplace and put a gas fireplace, and you, that pissed you off. But we're not I mean, going to talk about that. Love you, me and Ruth. <laughs> you guys are the best. Miss you. <laughs> so most of your friends still there? Have uh, um, made them moved out, moved away? No, most of them actually live around here. Really? Yeah, or in the city or in Jersey. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, one of my best friends, she's still home. She's a teacher. Husband's a lawyer. But a lot of people live down here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when I was like out of college, a lot of my friends went away for college and then... A few came back, more left, but I feel like the older that we've gotten and after they've gotten married, had kids, they've gone back because it's just cheaper Mm -hmm. and they get more land and they have kids now. They don't want to live in like big cities like they're in Atlanta or DC or New York and Baton Rouge is just more quiet and well, I was going to say schools are better. Schools are not better in Baton Rouge. (laughs) One school was better or two, Um, but yeah. For kids mainly is why they go back home. And their families are there. Right. Their families can see the kids That's and right. be part of the kids' life. Yep. Small town living. Small town living. <laughs> so, 
You're bartending later at the Nog. Yeah, everybody yeah. come on by. Four <laughs> thirty. Are you around later? I am. Okay, let's go in and have a beer. We'll visit Dana. That'll be fun. Oh my god! If uh, anybody listens to this and comes in because of this, we're not gonna buy you a beer, but free high fives all night. <laughs> Good call. Good call. Speaking of the nog, Brendan or Doug, who's your favorite? Oh, no. 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 I'll try to do that to her. (laughs) Nice. Nice. You heard that, Doug and Brendan? It's Dan, damn it. Uh, Jill, thank you so much for coming over to our house. Um, Sorry it's so hot in your day. Thank you for having me. Yeah, he is cranking. Um, uh, If you are thirsty for more, Jim, where can they find us? You guys can find us on Apple Podcasts through your podcast app on your iPhone. You can find us on your Android through uh, Google Play, Spotify, Breaker, CastBox, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Podbean, Radio Public, and Stitcher. I'm not going to repeat that. (laughs) You have a lot of options. I just gave them to you. So if you're not listening to our show, you should be on a regular basis. Uh, we have some tremendous podcast episodes coming up, just like the one you just listened to. Yay! And if you would like to sponsor our podcast, sorry, donate to our podcast, there is a link at anchor.fm slash beer. You can visit our page there. You can listen to the podcast on Anchor as well. That is the app that we record this show on. Check and out our Instagram. Buttfirst.beer. Did I say that right? I don't know. Look us up on Instagram. It'll, it'll pop up. It'll pop up. <laughs> Jill, thanks for coming on again. Well, thanks for having me. I Absolute appreciate it. Absolute pleasure uh, getting to know more about you. And Herkimer. Uh, and Herkimer, New York. <laughs> All right. We'll talk Bye, to guys. you guys soon. Take care.